Hello, I'm Neil Whelan and welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast. In this episode, we're focusing on dentistry. Nigel Jones, Sales and Marketing Director at Practice Plan, one of the Wesleyan Group of Companies, will be looking at how the financial landscape for the profession has changed over the past year of COVID and some of the things that could be coming down the track in the future in the company of Alan Suggett, a specialist dental accountant. So, enough from me. Let's hand over to Nigel and hear what they have to say. We've recently passed the year anniversary of when the COVID-19 pandemic gripped the country. And today we'll be exploring how the financial landscape for the profession has changed, um, as well as looking at what, what might be coming down the line. And we'll be doing that in the company of specialist dental accountant, Alan Soggett. Welcome, Alan. Thanks, Nigel. And uh, it's, it's good to see you again, sort of visually. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't be in a nice restaurant having a meal chatting about, uh, you know, the price of fish. But, but there we are. Dental fish, of course. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But for those people that don't know you, Alan, I'm sure most people do. But for those that don't know you, would you mind just giving a, us a bit of an insight into your background and your experience? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm a, a partner in a, a firm of accountants called UNW. Uh, we're, we're based in Newcastle, a single office firm. We're a little bit unusual in that, that most of our people, we've got about 110 people, most of our people are ex-big four firms of accountants, mainly PwC. So I'm a bit like the Cinderella. Um, I, I only look after dentists and we, we, we've currently got in excess of 500 dentists. Most recently, we've had the budget and uh, I just wondered what were the, the key points that caught your eye about the budget from a dental perspective? Okay, well, I think it, it, a lot of it was more about what wasn't mentioned as opposed to what was. Uh, capital gains tax uh, was something which um, uh, was a huge uh influence on dental transactions if we you know if we were talking to a lawyer now that they, they, they would be saying how they'd been pulling their hair out with people trying to get practice sales over the line before budget day because there was a really strong rumor of what was going to happen with capital gains tax now i'll come back to that because uh, because i think that's important but but so so the, the, there was a big flavor of what wasn't there but what was there the the, the headline the, the two real headline things first of all the looming increase in, in the rate of corporation tax, where it's going to go from 19%, was going to go down to 17%, in fact, but it, but it, it, it's not going to do that. It, uh, it's going to go up to 25% in, in two years' time. And so that's, that's really important. And it, and it uh, I've sort of, with your permission, sort of go into more detail about why it's important. You know, what, what difference does it make? So there's that, uh, which, which clearly is, is really important. Um, but th 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 there were some other things. The, the, the thing that's really grabbed the headline is this sort of super deduction, which I think really I can understand. It, it, it's one of the frustrations, I suppose, in acting for dentists that that, that things just become flavor of the month that you know that the, the, there is this sort of manic excitement about this thing which which let's put this into perspective if 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 a practice owner and and it, it has to be really important it has to be an incorporated practice owner and and you know why is, is my comment on that and I'm, I, we we're talking before i'm not a tax professional no doubt a tax professional might come out with a with a justifiable reason but i doubt it so sole traders partnerships they can't uh, take advantage of this it, it's only for corporates that you get this sort of enhanced tax deduction but let, let's imagine that you're spending fifty thousand pounds on whatever ceric machine or something that that's some collection of equipment so in other words 
far, far more than, than a typical practice spends. But we'll start with that. So what difference is all of this going to make? So the enhanced amount is 30%, 130%. Well, you get 100% anyway. That's that's what we've had for years. So the enhanced amount is 30%. And so, so £50,000, we take 30% of that, we're, we're looking at £15,000. We then apply 19% to that. So because I'm, I'm, I'm a rubbish accountant, I can't do sums in my head. We'll, we'll take, you know, um, we'll take 20% of a fifth. So there's a £3,000 saving. Now, okay, that, that's well worth having. £3,000 is better than nothing. But is it really something to be running around a bit like um, Newcastle scoring a goal at Wembley, if that will ever happen one day? Probably not. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have, but, but you know, let's, let's get a sense of balance in all of this with, with, with the numbers that fly around in a typical practice. Uh, so th so th those were the really uh, two key areas. But the other, the other things to mention are really what, what I suppose was described a few years ago, uh, Gordon Brown, when he was chancellor, was sort of accused of inventing it, this sort of stealth tax, where by not doing something, it effectively increases the rate of tax. So th th there's a strong flavour of that in, in Rishi Sunak's budget. And wh whether that's because of personal allowances, now personal allowances are, are, are going to go up, this is the, 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 the income tax personal allowance is going to go up slightly, but then it's going to stay fixed. Um, and, and a, a lot of these things are, are, are staying fixed for for a number of years. You know, they're they're, they're running through until 2025, 26. So so because of the fact that they're fixed, as opposed to being inflation adjusted, that's that is tantamount to uh, a, a, a tax increase. So that's applying to personal allowances. Um, it's also applying to things like the capital gains tax, uh, um, uh, annual exemption, inheritance tax, uh, uh, inheritance tax amount. So there's there's a strong flavour of this sort of stealth taxes coming in as well. Um, let, let me come back to the what I think is a pretty key issue because incorporation is is has been a red hot topic for uh, a while. But the, it, it, so incorporations are are, are 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 very very popular. But drilling right down to what this increase in the twenty five percent tax rate in two years time will mean is that that. If you think of £10,000 worth of profit that is made by um, a self-employed person, so sole trader partnership or whatever, then uh, there will be typically 40% tax taken off that. Now, OK, we could talk about what happens with 45%, but it's the, the same principle, so let's not complicate things. So £10,000 worth of self-employed profits, 40% tax, you're left with £6,000. Now, if we wind the clock back a couple of years, it was exactly the same situation with the limited company. The limited company would make a £10,000 profit. There was a corporation tax that would be taken off that. And then a dividend would be paid out of that to the, 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 the dentist, for want of a better word, the director shareholder. And there would be some extra income tax taken off there. But what would be left in the hands of the dentist was um, the, 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 the equivalent of what they would have earned, it was tax neutral. So in other words, the, the dentist would have had £6,000 in his hand after taking the £10,000 profit, corporation tax off, income tax off. But there's been two significant changes. First of all, there was abolition of dividend tax credit that, that, that happened a couple of years ago. That brought in an extra 7.5% income tax. Now, as a consequence of this 25%, that 
also takes a chunk out of what's available for uh, the, the, the net amount in the hand of the, the dentist director shareholder. And so cutting to the chase, um, under the new regime, that £10,000 of the profit, by the time you take off the 25% tax and then the income tax uh, charge, you, the, uh, the, the amount that's left in the hands of the individual is going to be a whisker more than 50%. So there's a 10% difference in, uh, in in tax bite. So that's going to mean that, that, that a number of incorporations that made sense a couple of years ago don't make sense now. And in fact, particularly if you have a situation where you are taking out most of the profits um, from, that the company makes into the hands of the, 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 the dentist directors, then um, that, that is becoming increasingly inefficient and could actually be a situation with some people that are running in that arrangement that, that they'd be better off not having a company. Now, there are lots of other reasons why companies are still a good idea. The main ones being uh, uh, where you uh, are, are servicing debt, so it, because it's much more tax efficient to service uh, loan capital repayments out of a, a limited company where the, 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 the corporation tax bite is much less than the income tax bite. So th there will still be many, many situations where despite the, 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 the corporation tax rate going up, in fact, it could, it, it could potentially, uh, if, if, if the chancellor is minded to increase it even more, there is, for some practices, there is a lot of headroom where that corporation tax rate could go up significantly and, and practices would still be better oper operating through a limited company. Um, it's really important to do the, 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 the maths uh, on an incorporation. Long so, answer. So, Sorry, but that's 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 the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's the kind of detail that um, that people are after. So I think that that's really helpful and really useful. For Feels like we've all had more than our share of ups and downs this year, but there is hope for the future, and with less chance to spend, some of us even managed to save a little. Now's the time to get that cash working harder with a Wesleyan with Profits ISA. For over a hundred and eighty years. Wesleyan's been the investment choice of doctors, dentists and teachers, some of our most trusted professions. But today, we can all share in Wesleyan's success. And because it's a mutual, we can share in the profits too. Invest in a Wesleyan with Profits ISA before April the 5th to maximise your tax-free allowance. Wesleyan, we are all about you. See wesleyan.co.uk forward slash ISA21. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. You may get back less than you invest. Tax rules for ISAs may change. Wesleyan Assurance Society is authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. So, um, given what you've just said about effectively the, the pros, most of the pros of incorporation remain, but there's some increasing cons. What, what, what do you think will happen? Will the appetite to incorporate um, reduce or... or do you think it will just carry on? As you said, it's been a red, red hot topic for a number of years. I, I think it will carry on, and particularly because m most of the incorporations that I see are um, either people that are buying practices where it's, it's, it, 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 it can have a, a huge saving. Um, you know, if you're servicing a million pounds worth of debt 
over 10 years, then um, you, you, you're looking at, well, let's work, work out the, the, the approximate maths now. So a million pounds over 10 years, that's 100,000 pounds of the loan capital being repaid a year. Um, the, the, the rule of thumb prior to this budget was you, you'd make a, a saving of, 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 of um, about 20% or so, uh, the difference between income tax rates and, and corporate rates. Um, so there'll be £20,000 a year saving on, on servicing that debt. So that, that's going to be reduced a bit, but there'll still be a significant saving. So th those acquisitions of practices, I think, will still, uh, they, they will want to take the corporate route. But here's the thing I've, I've increasingly seen and this this is this, for the first time in this chat we, we bring COVID into the equation the preponderance of zoom teeth has led to some specialist practices making much much more profit than they than they expected to and so that that sort of is a sort of a, a little introduction into the category of, of clients where incorporation will also be very good because if you've got a if you're lucky enough actually really looks the wrong word if you if you are entrepreneurial enough to to have created a, a dental business that's operating through a limited company where the profits are significantly more then your need as the business owner to withdraw those profits by way of dividends, salary, whatever it might be. So in other words, you're leaving a big chunk of money inside of the company. Then uh, having a, a, a corporate rate of tax, even at 25%, is much better than having it taxed at 45%. So there are some very fortunate um, uh, corporate dental owners who are who are building up mountains of cash that are, that are being taxed at a much lower rate and so that's the second category so you've got practice owners with significant borrowings that, that benefit from incorporation then at the other end of the spectrum those with no borrowings that are accumulating cash and so that's that's something which uh, that that's that's not going to go away um, and, and, and having a limited company, there's actually another topic for another another podcast webinar that um, a, a really interesting development that, that's only really relevant for a, a minority of, uh, of 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 practice owners of incorporated practice owners. Um, something called the substantial shareholders exemption, SSE. So what what happens with this is that that it's possible to create a group. And within that group, let's say hypothetically, this isn't the only way, but, but hypothetically, you have a holding company, you've got a dental company that's making huge amounts of profits, and you have another company, another subsidiary um, that, that, let's say, is, owns property. So what you can then do is, in, in a way which um, doesn't give rise to uh, tax problems at all, if it's structured correctly, you've got the dental company making the profits, only paying tax at as it will be 25%, shunting all of the cash into the property company that's acquiring properties. You can then have, and what I'm about to describe now will have some people sort of twitching um, positively, and that is that, that, that uh, uh, this, is, this is particularly relevant with another change that happened uh, just over a year ago or about a year ago um, with the change from entrepreneur's relief to business asset disposal relief. So instead of having the ability to sell 10 million pounds of the goodwill and pay tax at 10%, um, that, that, that was changed to 1 million pounds of the goodwill. So significant changes. So you, if you think of a, of a 5 million pound practice sale, 
that, that in the past would, would have tax at half a million pounds, 10% of, I'm ignoring the base cost here, but 10% of the, of the gain, uh, but let's say half a million pounds. That um, So now that would be 1 million at, at 10% and 400,000 at 20%. So you've gone from half a million and 900,000. So entrepreneurs relief, as it's now a business asset disposal relief, where that, uh, the, the, the potential of that uh, is significantly eroded, then it, it's, it, 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 what about having a scenario where you're not capitalizing on entrepreneurs relief, but what you're going to do is you're going to sell your dental business, I'm back to my group structure now, you sell your dental business, let's say for five million pounds, and how about this? Within the group, you pay no tax, nothing diddly squat so you've got your five million quid you've saved nine hundred thousand pounds of tax and the the money is pops across into the property company now before everybody thinking where do i sign for this or all of those lucky people with mega practices there is one monumental disadvantage in all of this and that is that you can't get your sticky fingers on any of this money at all personally it's all in the property company it's not yours you own the shares in the property company now for some people that is a that, you know why not where's the problem with that i've already got a couple of million quid in my bank account i don't need any more so and you know and there are some dentists like that um, I just wanted to link the whole practice sales discussion with um, your very opening comment about capital gains tax and the impact that um, uh, a fear about that changing had on practice sales and practice valuations. If it didn't happen this time, do you think it might happen in the future? And uh, how mindful of that do people that are selling a practice need to be? Yeah, well, that, that I'm relying here on um, UNW tax partner Charles Lineker, who's ex-inspector of taxes. I sort of call him the Inspector Morse because he's an Oxbridge graduate. But instead of going into the police force, he came into in HMRC and he's now with us. He's uh, thought long and hard about this. And whilst, you know, you could say his guess is as good as anybody else's, mine's as good as his, isn't it? But but I, my money's on him. He, he thought there was a significant chance that that CGT would have been made worse in this budget, and it wasn't. Um, interestingly, his, his thoughts were, and still are, that the million pounds, because there had been a fairly recent reduction from 10 million to 1 million in terms of the amount that you can get at 10%, that he didn't think that would be changed, and, and I think that's still his view now. But um, the, 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 there is sort of, uh, evidence for this within, um, I think, the, the, I forget what it's called now, but there's some commission that, that, that gives advice to government, forgive me, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, a tax technical person, but the, 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 the advice was given to government to tighten up on CGT and, and there was a, a racing certainty which didn't turn out that the, that the, the headline rate would go up. Charles thinks that that's still going to happen. Um, so it's, 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 it's just a matter of time. Now, you know, he might be wrong. I sort of have, have in mind that, that w one of the tax red herrings was that they were going to abandon higher rate tax relief on pension contributions that went on for about 10 years. Every budget, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And it never did. But 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 that's that, that seems to be the, the, the case. So and, and, and also things like the timing of it, because one of the things that, that again Charles thought was was likely to be introduced in this budget, which wasn't, and that's the fact that that if you are uh, when you make a capital gain under the current rules, unless it's uh, s certain types of 
freehold property where where the 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 the, the, the amount the time the the time delay in paying the cgt was shortened dramatically um charles thought that was likely to happen with the with with business assets and in, in fact you know, i don't know why rishi did wasn't listening to charles because you know why not we're in this pandemic where we need the dosh quickly why wait you know for example for those practice owners that, that sell their practice in three weeks time so in april 2021 that is at the start of tax year 21 22 they aren't going to be paying the cgt until january 2023 well if if it was one of these types of property that, that where they changed the rules the money's in the bank would be in the bank in may 2021 so you know and, and 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 it doesn't alter the amount that you're paying in fact thinking about it although there are retentions and other complications particularly in in some dental deals but broadly speaking if you've got your five million quid in your bank account because you've sold sold your practice does it really matter whether you pay your, your, your nine hundred thousand pounds 30 days later or many months later and yet it would make a big difference to the to the uk uh, coffers so yes the 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 thought is that uh, and, and i think for that reason there will continue to be um enhanced activity in in the practice um, sales uh, sphere but that is nicely according with the greater enthusiasm from um, here's another topic we could talk about all day nigel but the, those poor associates that have been the nhs ones that have been dreadfully abused by principals exploiting the the amb albeit ambiguous cdo's in instructions but um, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll rein myself back in because that, that's one that I do get really excited about. Um, so, so, yeah, the, 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 the market is vibrant. Uh, people that want to get out, people of my age that have had enough want to get out, and those that, that, are, that are fed up that want to be in control of their own destiny want to get in. Lenders, um, Wesleyan, the, part, part of your group, very keen still to lend money to, to to dentists so so everything is set up for a vibrant um practice sales and purchase market and that's our show for this week thank you to alan and nigel if you want to know more about looking after your finances with wesleyan go to wesleyan.co.uk where you'll be able to book a no obligation appointment with a financial consultant and if you're a dentist wanting to find out how practice plan can help you go to practice plan or one word .co.uk while the COVID pandemic might be easing, it still has an impact on all of us. So if you're in need of some additional non-financial support, go to our wellbeing hub at Wesleyan Wellbeing, or one word, .co.uk, or our COVID assistance site at covid19.wesleyan.co.uk, where there's all sorts of help available around mental health and physical wellbeing. You can also find out more about Wesleyan right across social media on Twitter, at Wesleyan, and on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on wherever you've downloaded this podcast. But that's it for now. So until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>